Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, freaks of all ages, Freak Nest Studio probably brings to you, it is the greatest tag team in podcast history, the original freak travesty, Mr. 33% Dizzle J, this is Just Freaking Wrestling! Alright guys, it's time to step in the ring with the greatest tag team in podcast history. Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travesty, and normally Dizzle J's with me, but unfortunately it's just going to be me today. And I know Hunter Payne's out there thinking to himself, oh, this show ain't going to be good because Dizzle J ain't there, it's just Travesty chopping on chicken wings, blah, 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 whatever the fuck he says. But you know what? It's not going to be like that. It's going to be an action-packed, fun-filled episode because we're talking about ARW Pro Wrestling. That's right, the uh, counterpart to SCW that they've been feuding with for the past year, which it's coming to uh, it's coming to a head uh, coming here on uh, September 28th as ARW takes on SCW at Dissension 7 down in Shabans. If you guys haven't got your tickets yet, they are available at Fit Body U, Genesis Martial Arts, and Glasswork down in Kankakee for $12. It's an awesome deal for an awesome show, so don't miss out on it. Get your tickets to Dissension 7 at the Shaban Civic Center for SCW taking on ARW. Awesome shows. Guys, uh, I went to ARW yesterday. I got to watch the show. I went with my buddy Logan. Uh, shout out to Logan for going with me. Um, it, it's awesome to get a chance to hang out with uh, friends and enjoy a wrestling show other than like trying to make it uh, kind of a work thing as we do with the podcast for many of the shows we go to. So I'm going to go over the results of that uh, here in a little bit. I'm also going to go over the uh, predictions I got for Clash of Champions for the pay-per-view that's happening tonight. But first, we're going to start out with the freaking five, as we always do with every episode. And normally, Jay does this. Uh, this is his segment. So pardon me if I don't do it as well as he does, but I'm going to give it a shot anyway. So we put up on Facebook, what was your top five favorite King of the Rings? Uh, we got a few in here, and I'm just going to run through, give a quick shout-out to the guys who participated in this. So we have uh, Bubba. He said Brock Lesnar, Ken Shamrock, Harley Race, Bret Hart, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. John Fitzpatrick, he went with Stone Cold, Booker T, Owen Hart, Harley Race, Bad News Barrett. We have, oh, geez, how do I pronounce this? De Salam. I'm going to go with that. De, De Salem? Mm-hmm. Sorry if I butchered your name, bro, but you're probably not even listening to the fucking show anyways, man. Austin, Lesnar, Triple H, Hart, and Booker T. Anthony, he went with Triple H, Stone Cold, Booker T. Uh, Owen Hart, Bad News Barrett. Mike, he went with Dylan. Don't care. Passing on that. Uh, King Dylan. Cool. Funny. Uh, Justin, Bret Hart, Randy Savage, Booker T, Stone Cold, Owen Hart. Aaron went with Stone Cold, Triple H, Bret Hart, Kurt Angle, Owen Hart. Lewis, he gave us uh, Bret Hart, Owen Hart, Steve Austin, Kurt Angle, and Booker T. LMR, he uh, said Kurt Angle, Edge, Brock Lesnar, Booker T, William Regal. Antonio went with Stone Cold Steve Austin, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Bret Hart, Shamrock, and Kurt Angle. Uh, For my list, I also went with uh, 
Macho Man, the Macho King, fuck yeah. Bret Hitman Hart, arguably one of the best technical wrestlers in the business. Kurt Angle, who I've always been a favorite of. Stone Cold Steve Austin, and of course, King Booker. Why the hell not? King Booker, that was a great gimmick. That He actually took the King of the Ring win and dragged that character out for a long-ass time, being one of arguably the best heels on SmackDown, second to, obviously, JBL. Um, guys, <laughs> I gotta tell you, it's kind of weird to do a show solo and not have anyone to banter off of, but you know what, it's just, it just means this show's gonna go by pretty quick, it's gonna be pretty easy, and, um, I wanna dive into the predictions real quick for Clash of Champions, uh, because I wanna save ARW for the main event, because that's who they are, they are the main event, it's, yeah, yeah, it counts, so, alright, so Clash of Champions, uh, every title is on the line, AJ Styles taking on Cedric Alexander for the United States Championship. AJ Styles is going to retain the title. That's 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 just a given. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are going to take on Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. And I hope this match really lives up to what it's supposed to be. Because as we mentioned on the show uh, numerous times over the last couple months, is the Women's Tag Team Championships have really taken a back seat ever since... Uh, Oh, uh, God, who the hell is that? Iconics won it at WrestleMania. Uh, hopefully, they kind of build back up and everything. There was something on my final freaking thought. They kind of mentioned something about titles for... Uh, you know, I think I might actually do my final freaking thoughts tonight, too. Maybe you guys want to answer the questions yourselves. But we got Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross taking on um, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, Women's Tag Team Championships. Uh, I'm going to say Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are going to retain the titles. Um, I, I think I think there's going to be a longevity thing there for a little bit, uh, at least a little bit longer, maybe to Survivor Series in November. Roman Reigns and Eric Rowan are going into a no-disqualification match. This isn't a championship match, so I don't see why it's on the Clash of Champions show, but whatever. Uh, Roman's going to win because fucking Roman is the guy that he wants to keep pushing, so obviously he's going to fucking win that. Becky Lynch is taking on Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship. I do believe Sasha is going to take the championship. Uh, she's had a, a really big pop since returning and everything. And I think her being heel champion is what Raw really needs. Uh, Becky Lynch, as much as I love Becky Lynch and everything, I think the man thing's getting a little bit stale and not so much getting over as much as it used to be. I think also if Sasha was to win it and everything and Becky was to fight her for it, it may kind of like bring her back up. Uh, to the fans loving her and shit like that. Shinsuke Nakamura is taking on The Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. Shinsuke is going to retain his title. Uh, he's he's really kind of developing back into the guy that we remember him as when he first got in here. And I really want to see that move forward. So hopefully Shinsuke retains the title and becomes more of that New, new Japan star that he'd uh, uh, end up signing. We got the New Day taking on the Revival for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. New Day is going to retain, as much as I love the Revival and everything, I don't think that storyline is quite there yet. Uh, maybe down the road Revival could win, but I think with it being just a clash of the champions, I think the tie is going to kind of hold to the New Day. Drew Gulak is in a triple threat match for the Cruiserweight Championship as he defends against Humberto Carrillo and Lince Dorado. He's going to retain. Um, I like, uh, I'm starting to really like Drew Gulak and everything. I think he's definitely going to be one of those mainstays for 205 Live, and I think he's definitely, like, coming into his new character that he's been developing a little bit over the time, too. So, definitely, uh, Gulak's going to retain. Kofi's taking on Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. Kofi's going to retain. 
maybe if there is going to be a title change in Kofi's future, it's probably going to be at one of the big four, like Survivor Series, or maybe possibly holding on to the Royal Rumble. I don't see him holding it until WrestleMania, but you never know. Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins are uh, defending their tag team championships against Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler. Uh, team Rudolph, as I hear a lot of people like to call them. Uh, they refer to themselves as the Vultures of the tag team division. Um, I gotta give it to Ruben, uh, Rude and Ziggler. I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they win the titles and everything. There's a possibility that Rollins and Braun are gonna retain the tag team championships and have this weird tag team feud that, I mean, it may happen. I hope not, uh, so I'm putting my money on Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler, and hopefully they get an opportunity to run with what they're doing now and kind of put them back into the spotlight where they need to be. Bailey and Charlotte are going to go one-on-one for the Daddy SmackDown Women's Championship. I think Bailey's going to retain it. I kind of like how she's developing this whole heel thing. I think a lot of people really wanted it, just like they did with the John Cena heel turn that never happened. But I do believe Bailey needs to get new music. I, it's too bubbly. I think she needs to stop being the bubbly personality. I mean, unless that's what she's going for. Hey, cool, she's fucking rocking it. But, you know, you know, give into that heel feeling and everything. Go ahead and run with it. And then the final match is, of course, the Universal Championship match where Seth Rollins is defending his championship against Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman needs to be champion. He should be champion. But WWE is putting so much into Seth Rollins. He's obviously going to retain it. He's not going to lose it after one of these matches. Now, he could lose it, and if he did, if he was to lose the title of Class of Champions, he's going to get back at Survivor Series, but I think after losing it as a cash-in and everything, and having to win it twice this year alone, I don't think he's going to lose it again, possibly until Royal Rumble, but uh, I'm going to say Seth retains, but I would love to see Braun win. So, quick and easy and to the point, guys, right? All right, let me talk about ARW. Okay, so uh, Lake Station at the Edison High School, ARW put on a fantastic show, like they always do. Um, If you guys missed out on it, uh, they do upload a lot of their uh, matches and stuff over the next couple days after the show where you can check them out. But as as great as the videos are, nothing's better than seeing the show live and everything. So I definitely recommend getting out to see the ARW shows. Make sure you watch our Facebook at This Freak... Oh, oh, wrong podcast. Make sure you check out our Facebook at Just Freaking Wrestling to find out all the upcoming indie wrestling events because we normally put the flyers and stuff out there. So if if you're following us on Facebook, you might as well follow us on Instagram or Twitter at JFW Podcast too. So let me throw that out there. So good. So the uh, ARW show opened up with a uh, women's match. Uh, Casey Dillon took on Moxie Molly. Awesome match. Good match to start out the show. Uh, Moxie is so fucking bubbly and full of life and everything. And you got Dylan, who is um, stated from hell her, uh, herself. So, But Casey Dillon couldn't pull it off. Moxie Molly actually put her into a submission. I couldn't see because it was, uh, was they're facing away from where I was sitting, but it looked like it was some kind of cross face where she actually used Dylan's own arm as the cross face to kind of make her pass out. So Moxie Molly picked up the wing. Uh, through a submission move where, obviously, Dylan couldn't even tap out because she was passed out from it. JPH, the SCW, one of the rising stars in the FCW, JPH, uh, took on BOW. BOW, BOW ended up taking the win. Uh, if you guys know, uh, President Sentinel, he was out there and JPH's corner, which, hey, awesome to be out there to support your wrestler and everything. It was a poor choice for him to get involved in it whatsoever. 
It, I mean, you definitely should believe that your wrestlers have the ability to win matches on their own. And the fact that you interfered so many times, clearly uh, you have you know very little uh, belief in your uh, wrestlers in that way. But at the same time, if you get if you get cheated, you know if you if you try to cheat and get cheated, it happens and shit like that. I don't know if that fucking makes sense, but basically what I'm going with, no matter how much Sentinel was getting involved in trying to help JPH beat BOW, BOW used underhand tactics himself, low blow JPH, hit him with a pile driver, which I haven't seen a pile driver in such a long time, such a devastating move, especially when you watch it live. Uh, BOW took up the win. So ARW, another victory over SCW, which is a fucking surprise, and it happens a lot. Um, surprise twist. Uh, the ARW Heavyweight Championship match was actually next. Third on the card out of seven matches. Uh, match of the night, definitely. Max Blaylock had an opportunity to win the ARW Heavyweight Championship. Not only for him to become champion, uh, champion but... For SCW to possess the ARW Championship. Uh, Fortunately, it didn't work out that way. Uh, Creed and Doc Blaylock were out there, obviously, having their back against the rest of the uh, family that were there for Ivan. Uh, When it looked like um, Blaylock was about to get the win, Terry came out, caused a distraction, as we've seen multiple times now. Um, Ivan eventually uh, overcame it, took the win, retained the championship. So, great match. It was a good opportunity for Max. Um, I'm sure there will be plenty more in his future. So, um, it's awesome. That, that match is on Facebook, the RW Pro Facebook, if you wanted to go check it out. It's up, already uploaded and ready to be viewed. So, I definitely recommend checking that out. Uh, triple threat match. We had Dave Allen, Kevin Grave, and Carlos Corona in a triple threat match. Uh, just, a, just a normal triple threat match. Nothing special about no stipulations, tag, you know, titles or anything like that. Uh, Kevin Grave was a new uh, wrestler to me. I've never seen him wrestle before. I've seen Carlos Corona a couple times. Um, and obviously Dave Allen I've seen on multiple occasions between the SCW and AOW feud. Um, Kevin Grave went off the top rope to try to uh, hit Dave Allen. Dave Allen got a cutter out of nowhere. Or an RKO if you want to call it, but it's a cutter. And then he cuttered uh, Corona. They landed on top of each other. Dave Allen pinned both of them and took the victory over both guys. Awesome match. Uh, it's definitely one of those to check out too. You know, they're, I mean, they, everyone had their own little sense of how they wanted to work the match. You know, whether it been like, I think Grave was a little more faster. Um, Corona was a little more slower. And then Dave was right there in the middle and everything. So it was a good match to check out as well. Tag Team Championship match. Um, you had Malibu's Most Wanted, who is the ARW Tag Team Champions, Excalibur, Mr. 3% Hudson. Uh, defending against SCW stars, Maverick Cage and the Sheik, which it's it's a weird combination. I agree, but I guess as an SCW team, it's best for them, you know, to show that they can work together, even though they've never really fucking worked together. They have their own teams and shit like that, but they did really well. I mean, the the match ran pretty good. Uh, they held their own. Sentinel is obviously out there again. Yo, like he, he yelled at me while I was in the. And this was weird. Okay, I, I I support Sentinel in his in his uh you know adventure of you know retaining his presidency and making sure the keys doesn't go back in order and all that stuff. But the fact that he comes and yells at like into my face about how the SCW fans are chanting louder than the ARW fans at the ARW show and everything, I mean it's really disrespectful. So I would appreciate if you never did that again. 
it was kind of weird. But it's okay, because out of all the SCW chanting and everything, ARW ended up winning again. So, Sentinel, yes, maybe from where I was sitting, surrounded by SCW fans and everything, maybe SCW chants were a little bit louder than the ARW chants. But they weren't as loud as the three count that SCW suffered and took the loss to allow Melbourne's Most Wanted to retain their ARW Tag Team Champions. So, awesome. Great match. Again, SCW fell short again. And I, I, I see a pattern a lot. Like, when Sentinel seems to be out there, the SCW continues to lose. So, maybe there's, like, a bad luck charm there or something. I'm not saying there is, but I'm just saying there is. So, uh, we're supposed to have an intergender match. Oh, real quick. So, to finish of the match, I want to know how SCW lost. Hudson hit... Um, Oh, excuse me. Hudson hit Maverick with a um, Death Valley driver. And then uh, Excalibur hit him with a shooting star press. Amazing move. Uh, awesome match. Next match was supposed to be an intergender match uh, with Melanie Cruz taking on Officer Rod Street. No idea what happened to uh, Officer Rod, but uh, he never showed up uh, to the ring anyways. I don't know if he was there. Maybe SCW took him out because SCW kind of came down to the ring. And tried to be bullies to the ARW Women's Champion. And nothing against Melanie. She is a powerhouse amongst herself. But to think of it from an outside perspective, it's kind of weird how SCW couldn't confront Malibu's Most Wanted, who, if you guys remember from last month's SCW show, Hudson took out Mulligan with a chair. And also, Malibu's Most Wanted was part of that group that also took out Paradox to help Holiday retained the SCW Championship. So it's kind of weird how they didn't confront them. It's weird how they didn't confront the family again as they kind of like, you know, attacked them at the DWA show. But they waited until the women's champion came out. And on top of that, you had JPH and Max Blaylock attack Melanie from behind. And she overcame it and dropped them. And she, she completely took them out on her own, which it's obvious that she was able to do it. It was so awesome. Um, um, Hunter, who I guess became the voice and leader of, you know, the SCW. They, um, he, he made an announcement. I, I don't know if this came up from Sentinel, if he, you know, shot his mouth off and made the decision himself. But it sounded like it came from up above, the uppers, if you will that Melanie Cruz and Casey Dillon are going to tag with each other at Dissension 7 in Shabance on the 28th to take on SCW stars Kamikaze and uh, the Amazon Natasha Crane. So, awesome, huge tag team women's match. Uh, a lot of powerhouses uh, going into that. I, I might give the edge to uh, ARW on that one because if you guys haven't seen Melanie Cruz, fucking Google her. She is known, and she is a fucking awesome wrestler. Uh, it's no wonder she's still ARW champion. But um, you guys are going to see her at SCW, and you're not going to want to miss that because that's going to be really cool to see and really awesome to see ARW kind of shut SCW up, you know, because Sentinel talks an awful lot for uh, a guy who keeps losing. Uh, after that, we had the final match. Was, uh, I, I, if I heard correctly, it was a golden ticket match where the winner receives a golden ticket. If you know the ARW golden ticket rule, you could, um, turn in the golden ticket to, uh, oh, what was it? The 
fight for any championship in, in ARW. So the main event, you had uh, Cutler taking out Willie the Bomb Richards. If you guys don't know Willie the Bomb, uh, Team Dammit, Soul Touchers, I've seen him over like the last 10 years down at New Breed Wrestling Alliance, Elite Pro Wrestling and everything. Love the dude. Funny fucking guy. And um, he, he, he has a nice blend of entertaining the fans and uh, putting on one hell of a show in the, um, in the ring. Unfortunately, he wasn't able to uh, win the match. He did end up losing to Cutler. Uh, Cutler hit him with a superplex off the top rope and got the pin and everything. And now Cutler is the owner of the golden ticket. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of great matches. A lot of uh, awesome wrestlers at these ARW shows. So guys, make sure you don't miss these shows anymore because they are awesome and amazing. And I always recommend them. And I also recommend you guys check out Audible.com. If you're like me and you love stories and love learning, but you're just not a big fan of reading books about it, Audible.com is the best place for you. With over a thousand books that are ready for you to listen to, Audible is the best place for you. And from Just Freaking Wrestling to you guys, if you go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet right now, sign up through your Amazon account, you get a 30-day free trial of Audible as well as a token for a free book during your 30-day period. So check it out. Totally free for the first 30 days, as well as a credit for your first book. Absolutely free as well. And all you got to do is go to audibletrial.com backslash freaknet right now. And I also recommend you guys go ahead and check out our uh, shirts and merchandise at tpublic.com. There is a sale coming up on the 18th. I believe it runs throughout the whole weekend. Check it out. Uh, Shirts are going to be just $13. And you can get not only shirts... But uh, tapestries and pillows and phone cases and laptop covers, uh, hoodies and tank tops and everything. You can design. You can pick the design. You can pick the color. You know, pick the merchandise. That you, pick the logo you want. You know, you get the uh, freak is my favorite, uh, second favorite F word. You get the JFW logo. You get the Dizzle J thirty three percent shirt. Um, you get the uh, Travesty Dizzle J twenty twenty Make Wrestling Great Again shirt. It is available. All those shirts are going to be available for just $13 if you pick up the normal size t-shirts because obviously everything is adjusted for sizes and different uh, things. Stickers are also there and available for you. Just go to tpublic.com and search JFW. Pick out your merchandise and help to support the podcast by doing so. And support. speaking of supporting the podcast, if you guys haven't heard from our Facebook page, we went ahead and we updated our Patreon. We uh, looked at the prices. We made a discussion. And what we did is we actually dropped down the prices of our top tiers and everything to make it more affordable and convenient for you guys, the listeners and everything. Because we know how hard it is nowadays with money and how tight it is and everything. I mean, I know for a fact. I mean, I live it every day. But we went ahead and we adjusted some of the prices of the Patreon tiers. So if you haven't had a chance, go to patreon.com backslash JFW podcast and sign up for a tier today. A monthly contribution for, for the tier that you sign up for really goes a long way for helping out our podcast. And in return, you get different kinds of gifts through different kinds of tiers and everything. Uh, a, few of those, uh, a few of those rewards or gifts or whatever you want to call them uh, are some bonus uh, podcasts and stuff that come from us that are only exclusive to the Patreons, uh, such as watch-alongs where we pick a, a pay-per-view off the WWE Network that we'll listen to and where you guys will watch on mute and listen to our podcast as you watch it on your TV. It's really cool. A little, it's fun to get into your mind. Dizzle J's uh, kind of like commentary and background and stuff on it and our views. You know, dropping little fun facts and everything, like pop-up video from VH1, but even better. 
Um, we also um, a podcast where it's all like behind the scene um, stories and stuff of like um, tragedies, conspiracies, um, um, storylines and stuff like that from wrestling, like some of the darker days and everything. So those are kind of, also you get shout outs and everything, just like Brandy and Becca do every week on our show because they are part of our Patreon. Uh, they signed up for a tier where they got their own wrestling bow created. So, you know, shout out to um, General Lee and Dewey Decimal for being a part of Patreon. And you guys can too, just by going to patreon.com backslash GFW podcast today and help out the podcast. Guys, let me go ahead and give the match of the week because uh, Dizzle J was able to put out the match of the week uh, yesterday for you. Uh, he went with the Kurt Angle Edge match from SmackDown in October 2002. Uh, I haven't had a chance to go back and watch this yet because I was so busy with the ARW show and how awesome it was. But um, go ahead and check it out. I mean, Edge and Kurt Angle put on a lot of great matches. I think my favorite one was the hair versus hair match that they had. Always great. Do I go ahead and recommend going and check out that? The... Um, the link to the video for the show is on our Facebook page, uh, JFW Podcast. All right, guys, you're going to be part of the final freaking thought here with me. Um, and you'll normally ask Dizzle J these questions, and you'll give me his final freaking thought. But I'm going to ask you guys. And what I want you to do, I'll go ahead and post these questions up on the um, on, my, on our Facebook page. And if you want to answer one of them, all of them, or some of them, that's up to you. But let me get your feedback on them. So... It was announced that Corey Graves and Michael Cole will be the sole two-man team for the new SmackDown uh, Live on Fox. So I just want to give you a little feedback on how you feel about them being the only two guys. Uh, it's been rumored that 205 Live will now fall under the NXT umbrella. So I want you, you know, give me give me your view. Do you believe that 205 Live will be better under an NXT-type show? Or does 205 Live need to remain their own kind of entity, if you will? Uh, Baron Corbin and Chad Gable are um, in the finals for King of the Ring. Uh, out of everyone in the tournament, these two I never expected. But, hey, you know, that's the best thing about wrestling because you never know what's going to happen. So let me get your feedback on how you feel about those two being the finals of King of the Ring. WrestlingInc.com believes that WWE has too many titles. Uh, I disagree with that. I don't believe they have too many titles. But let me get your feedback if you believe they do. And if you believe that WWE has too many championships, which ones would you get rid of? I'd like to know that. Uh, Cesaro and Kevin Owens are moving to NXT. Uh, I don't know if that's a short-term thing or a long-term thing. I believe it's a good thing. I think it's going to be great for NXT um, as well as these guys and their uh, careers, but let me get your feedback if you think that's a smart move or not. Goldberg had, uh, had an interview where he said that Matt Riddle has a long way to go in wrestling, and uh, he just hasn't made it yet. I want to get your guys' feedback on how you feel about Goldberg saying Matt Riddle uh, has a long way to go and hasn't made it yet. Because I love Matt Riddle. I think he's great. Uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, uh, barefoot wrestling and shit. And I'm not a big fan of bro, but whatever. Big Cass threatened to shoot Joey Janela and beat up the locker room at a wrestling pro show the other night. Uh, I don't know sure what happened. I know the, uh, the Joey uh, situation with him we had to do with Enzo Mori uh, confrontation he had at a Blink-182 concert a while back. And then he also uh, accused the locker room of stealing his shit. Uh, apparently, if you guys haven't heard about this, uh, he just went into a tirade about everything. 
ended up getting punched by one of the wrestlers sitting outside. The cops actually had to show up because he threatened to shoot somebody. Uh, they searched his car. Uh, rumor has it that uh, they talked to him, and he was mentioning uh, things about suicide and all that stuff, and he got taken to a hospital. Um, again, these are all things that you read on the Internet. I'm not sure how much of it's true or not, but that's what was read. Um, if it is true, hey, I, I hope that, you know, the whole suicide thing wasn't, you know, a severe thing. It was just him, like, in, like, a dark place, and he realizes it's not that's never the right answer. And if this isn't real, then that's pretty fucked up because suicide's not something to joke about or to make some false uh, news about. Uh, the Saudi Arabia prince wants Sting versus The Undertaker at the next Saudi Arabia show. I hope to God they don't fucking do this because it'll do nothing but destroy the character of the two guys. But let me know if you guys think it'd be a good idea or a bad idea. Killer Cross calling out Batista at the Blood Sports show. Um, he did it in a very respectful way, but he still did it. Let me guys, let me guys, you tell me if you think Batista should uh, just jump back in the ring or did he retire the best way? And then, uh, of course, uh, we got uh, the last question here, and I want your guys' opinion because the first SmackDown on Fox has a bunch of veterans and stuff like that um, set up and scheduled to be there, such as like Trish Stratus, The Undertaker, um, Booker T, Hulk Hogan, Lita, Mick Foley, Goldberg, Jerry King Lawler, Mark Henry, Ric Flair, and Sting. Do you guys believe that SmackDown needs to have all these guys and girls at the very first uh, SmackDown. I don't think it's going to make any difference for them. I don't think it's going to improve the show or make it worse. But I just want your opinion if you feel they really need to do stuff like that. Short, easy, and to the point, guys. I got through the entire show here in a record time. And I got through everything I wanted to get through. So... Make sure you let your friends know you can find Just Freaking Wrestling on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and Podbean just by searching Just Freaking Wrestling or the JMW Podcast. If you listen to us on iTunes, give us a five-star rating and review. It helps bump us up, you know, it gets us higher on the list and everything. To become a world-renowned, world-known podcast, make sure you go ahead and do that for us. Go to tpublic.com, search JFW, get our merchandise. Like I said, uh, sales happy next weekend, so jump on that and take advantage of the uh, opportunity to purchase our merchandise at a discounted price. Make sure you check out audibletrial.com backslash freaknet today. Sign up for Audible. Get the 30-day free trial plus the credit for the free book. And also, um, uh, what else is there? What else is there to talk about? Da, 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 da. Follow us on social media. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Just Freaking Wrestling and everything. Make sure you follow us on Facebook because that's where the majority of our stuff has, such as the uh, Dizzle J Pick of the Week um, and also all the updated uh, shows and stuff coming up. Dissension 7, Shaban Civic Center, September 28th, SCW versus ARW. Um, we heard one match be announced at the ARW show, and I can't wait to hear what the rest of the matches are. But every match is ARW versus SCW. Tickets are $12. You can pre-sale buy them at FitBodyU, Genesis Martial Arts, or Glasswork down in Kent Key, Bourbon A. Bradley. Or you can buy them at the door. Still just $12. Um, awesome value for an awesome show. Again, September 28th, Shaban Civic Center, Dissension 7, ARW versus SCW. Information is available on the Southland Championship Wrestling Facebook or on our Facebook too at Just Freaking Wrestling. And that's all I got. It's time to ring the bell on this podcast. And as always, I am Travesty. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast. Peace.